Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on Monday, October 5th, 2020. Today we are reviewing the brand new Netflix movie. Well, it's not brand new at the time this is going out, really. Um, or really at the time of recording this. Uh, the new <laughs> Netflix movie, Devil All the Time, starring a few MCU stars. Uh, Tom Holland, Sebastian Stan, also starring the guy from It, whose name is escaping me at this Bill moment. Bill Skarsgård. Uh, Edward Pattinson, Robert Pattinson, Robert. excuse me. Edward Collins is the character you play in um, Twilight. I think that's all the notable people, right? Am I missing anyone? Um, yeah, there's a lot of fucking people in this movie, man. Um, so that's a Netflix original movie. Uh, reviewing that. We are also in honor of both Tom Holland and Sebastian Stan being in this movie. Tom Holland is Spider-Man in the MCU. Sebastian Stan is the Winter Soldier. Uh, we are going to bring you our favorite non-MCU movies that are starring MCU characters. Um, it's got to be kind of a main MCU person. Uh, a main MCU character and they also have to be a main character in that other movie as well so no like cameos in other movies or cameos in the MCU no John C. Riley movies no Talladega Nights is not on this list it isn't so it would have made it if that was our qualifications <laughs> let's get into the show I don't feel so good <gasps> Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. 
Devil All the Time, starring Tom Holland and the guy from it. Bill Skarsgård. Deal, how do you say his name? Bill? Bill Skarsgård? Skarsgård. Skarsgårdy? Like a scar, like a, oh, I'm cut, now it healed, I have a scar. Like on my finger? And like, oh, if I just would have wore a guard, I wouldn't have got cut. Bill Skarsgård. <laughs> uh, Sebastian Stan, um, some other people, Robert Pattinson, as I said earlier. Donald Ray Pollock. Um, what is the description of this movie, Ty? Do you have that pulled up? It just says, sinister characters converge around a young man devoted to protecting those he loves in a post-world backwoods town teeming with corruption and brutality. I think you said post-world. It was supposed to be post-war. Yeah. I think you said I think post-world. It did say world. Um, produced by Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, wow. On the credits afterwards. Um, directed by Antonio Campos, who I've never heard of before this, and I don't know if I know any of his movies. Um, yeah. Never heard of any of his movies. So there's that. Um Mia Wasikowski, she sounds familiar. Haley Bennett, she sounds familiar. I think it's because you just said her name a little bit ago. Yep. Yeah, I did. Um, so pretty much the story, it's centered around Tom Holland as a young boy, and then he eventually becomes an old man. Well, not an old man, but a, a less young. A, a young adult. Yeah. And it's Tom Holland, obviously. First, before we start anything, you don't know this will go in characters. I'm not going to say it. Okay. Um, very religious movie, but not in a religious preachy way. Almost... And this might turn some people off, and I'm sure that'll maybe we talk about that with the reviews. Almost like anti-religion. It was a lot of the devil and how the devil works, and a lot of bad shit happening despite them praying. And yeah. so, I mean, you could look at it either way. But well, I, I have a. We'll talk about that when we get into key elements. Okay. Um. Yeah, and it's just Tom Holland. Kind of a bunch of shit happens. Not necessarily well, kind of to him, but kind of to people around him. And it's all this like big woven together storyline of a lot of corruption and some death. Now there's a there's a lot of different characters and stories going on with those characters. Yeah, um, it's not like one straight line. It's very much this happens, this happens, this happens. These people interact here. These people interact again here. Yeah, it's a lot going on in this movie. Well, let's just jump into it then. Ty, plot and story, plot slash story. What did you give it? I gave it a fifteen out of twenty. I gave it a sixteen. I think that, like I said, there's a lot of different shit that happens, and yeah. some of it's kind of far-fetched. Yeah. <laughs> but Like what? Give me an example. Spoilers, obviously, to the list. Heavy spoilers. Um, you know, the hitchhiker couple picking up Tom Holland. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course they fucking found him. Of course yeah. his truck broke down. Um, that being the sheriff's sister. Yeah. And the sheriff being like, I know that kid. I was the guy there when his dad died. Yeah. Uh, it was just a lot of shit. Counterpoint. But that was kind of what the story was meant to do, yeah. though. Counterpoint, just for the sake of counterpointing, they are set in the in a post-war kind of like small southern town, small. People. Yeah, so the odds of that definitely are higher. Yeah, but I still, yeah, I don't think it is very just convenient things happening. Um, I thought the movie could have ended sooner. Okay. After the church, I didn't. I mean, I guess they had to wrap up the sheriff storyline yeah. with Sebastian Stan but I felt like the movie was over and then I hit pause and I was like, we still got 30 minutes, <laughs> which it was fine. I mean, it was another good ending. Yeah. Um, but it was still good. You know, it was a lot going on. It was a fun movie to watch and I, I'm, I'm going to hit pause on fun. It was an enjoyable ish movie to watch <laughs> and I, I like the story. Yeah. And like you said, I liked all like the branching parts because you have everything kind of connects to Tom Holland. Well, not kind of everything did pretty much connect to Tom Holland in a sense. Yeah. Because it starts with his childhood and his father, who kind of shares 
a lot of similarities with Tom Holland, I think, in being that he kind of lost God and then eventually refound it. Tom Holland kind of his character lost God. What's his name? So I stopped saying Tom Holland. His name in this movie is Arvin. Arvin kind of loses God because of his father. So uh, in the beginning, um, it's him as a child and he finds God, but then his mom gets cancer and obviously they can't heal it back then. Um, so then she dies, but then his he dad goes crazy. says, if you pray enough, it'll take it away. Yeah. He kills Tom Holland, Arvin's dog as a sacrifice and then kills, brutal. kills himself to rejoin her. So that makes Arvin go live with his grandparents. And he's kind of like not really religious, but he kind of supports it. And then he's with um, the girl whose name is escaping me. Uh, Charlotte? Emma? It was not no, not even close to that. It was like a different name. Lenora, I think. There's a lot of different characters. It was I'm Lenora. I'm just reading the different cast um, and who they played. Is there a girl named Lenora? Yeah. That's her. Um, her mom was also killed because of her dad was super religious, but in a different sense where it wasn't something unfortunate and then happened. It was he was super religious and was trying to resurrect Jesus and killed her to resurrect Jesus inside of her. And then he gets picked up by the hitchhikers who were serial killers. Like I was waiting the whole movie for like some motive, some religious motive. And it just turned out they were serial, serial killers. Yeah. By my understanding had a sick like fixation with like people in that moment and taking photographs and they would pick people up and he'd have them sleep with his wife and then fucking murder him. Take pictures of them. Talk Death. about a cuck. Oh, big time. <laughs> but he got payback right away. Every time he's like, I'm gonna let you cuck me. Then I'm gonna fucking murder you. <laughs> Um, so then he gets killed by them. One question. Whatever happened to the guy's friend? Guy's friend. Which friend? The dad's friend. The guy, the first guy that we see get killed by the hitchhikers. Remember, he's driving with, like, his religious friend. And, like, his religious friend passes out. And then, remember, the car's just abandoned. Oh, the, the, his cousin, the crippled? Yeah. Remember, he just abandoned him in a car and then was hitchhiking with someone else. Like, why? You no, know, yeah, they just left him there. Uh, they didn't pick back up on that at all. But why did he abandon a car to go with a hitchhiker? To go on the run? I didn't get that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, so then that happens, and then it all kind of comes back. Tom Holland and this girl, Lenora, kind of like brother-sister. And then Robert Pattinson comes to town. He abuses his power that's given to him religiously, corruption. Um, abuses Lenora, gets an abusive thing. Lenora gets pregnant. I'm just telling the whole movie at this point. I don't know why I'm I doing this. It's a plot story. You're telling the whole um, plot story. She gets pregnant and wants to kill herself because Robert Pattinson... Like, you know, it's like, you're a bastard. Not you're a bastard. Your child's going to be a bastard. Well, he denies it. Yeah. He said, you're having hallucinations yeah. from the de- devil. Um. So then, but this changes her mind about killing herself. But then her she slips off the bucket, which totally saw that coming. 100%. Um, and that leads Tom Holland to somehow figure out that Robert Pattinson was doing this because he found out he was doing it with another girl. Which, Robert Pattinson, if you just... If a girl just killed herself because you got her pregnant and you denied it, maybe don't do the exact same thing with another girl right away. But, hey, that's on you. You're a sick fuck. Very and, true. And then Tom Holland shoots his ass. Spider-Man killed Batman. Um, and then, yeah, then he goes on the run, gets picked up by the hitchhikers, kills the hitchhikers. Um, not the hitchhikers, but the serial killers. And then kills Sebastian Stan. Sheriff. Who was the sis- brother of the serial killer sister. Yes. And the couple who fucked hitchhikers. Now, I will say, out of everything in the plot slash story, I liked all the interweaving parts, how it came back to one. I liked that. The one thing I think I would have left out, and I just because I didn't really see how it added to Tom Holland, was the whole corrupt sheriff thing. And that's what I'm saying. I think the movie could have ended with Robert Pattinson in the church. Yeah. They could have left the brother being a sheriff and that whole entire part off. Well, they could have even left 
the ending where he kills the or maybe he gets killed by the serial killers or maybe they kill each other i don't know um i just didn't like they had the whole corrupt cop thing and they introduced like that mob boss character where it's like he's a dick but then like you don't really see what he's doing for the mob boss and then he just kills the mob boss and his henchmen like and that kind of goes away from the religion type thing i didn't see the religious aspect of that yeah where it was like you know everything else revolved around religion yeah um question yeah Early in the film, we see a woman jerking off Sebastian Stan. Yeah. Was that his sister? I don't think so. I think it was just a normal girl. It looked girl. like the same actor. I hope not. I hope not, too. But then his sister ends up being a prostitute serial killer. Yeah. Who sleeps with a lot of guys. And I was like, is this some weird, sick thing going on here? <laughs> I couldn't remember. I, I don't just remember it, it was someone who looked similar who's also blonde. I don't think it was. Um, yeah, I just didn't understand. I think that whole corrupt cop thing, I didn't understand why what that character added to tom holland being the central character and like his story arc and whatnot yeah so i agree with that don't get me wrong though i like seeing sebastian stan in there yeah i knew you would (laughs) 16 for me though it's still a pretty good score yeah 15 and i think my problems with it were the same as yours is the unnecessary part of it uh visuals and cinematography i gave this a 15 14 jesus um, I thought the, uh, the set pieces and just the overall environment they created was really good. Definitely felt like down South. I don't know where this was filmed. Um, I agree with that. It was the, it didn't feel like sixties when this took place. That is true. Yeah. I didn't get that. That is true. Sixties feel from it, which that, is why I didn't give it true. anymore. But maybe, you know, spin zone, the sixties are always painted in this, you know, suburban diners, all this stuff. It's never really painted in this light of 60s down in the down south and the really religious days of the down south. So maybe, you know. I agree with that. It's just it felt like if you make a movie about 2012 down south, it would look very similar to this. Just with no phones and everything? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. older cars, but. Yeah. I could see that. That was my only complaint with it. I think a lot of the shots were really cool. Um, A couple just looking up, like, well, look up at the trees. They kind of went back to that kind of shot a couple of times. Um, Sebastian Stan dying, and then I think. Lynette's dad also um, had a shot like that. Yeah. Like looking up at the trees. Um, I think the use of color was good. Yeah. There was one um, There was one scene in particular. I can't tell you what it was because I don't remember anymore. But yeah. I remember when it was shot, I was like, that was shot really well. I like that. So I just want to put – I just want to throw that out there. I remember I, vi- I said it out loud. I like it. I can't tell you what it was. I don't remember. <laughs> but I remember telling Ryan like, oh, that was shot really well. Um, I like that. I liked some of the night shots. Okay. It was aggressively dark, except for what the flashlight was on. It kind of added to the suspense of you're not sure what's going on. Yeah. And you go out there, he's like, what the hell is the smell? And he fucking puts the flashlight up, and it's the fucking crucified dog. Ugh. Um, no, I, I thought it was shot well. Oh, and then he goes back to bury his dog at the very end. That was very sad. can't believe the dad just fucking killed the dog. And then killed himself. But he killed the dog. Yeah, bro. It, it's... Trying to show show something. It's got a deeper meaning, Ty. Yeah, I guess, man. Characters. Is that what we're on? Characters. Key, key elements. elements. I give this one a 17. I give it a 16. Motherfucker. What? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, obviously, it executed the key elements well. Yeah. I mean, it was really a, uh, like we said, a religious-based movie. Um, I do knock at some points. I think, honestly, in terms of the religious aspect and the down-south aspect, I know you said it's not like the 60s. Um, but just the whole religious ties to it, I think it could have got a 20. 
The only thing that kind of knocked it down is it was kind of called a thriller. And I mean, this is just kind of the result of being using blanket terms. I don't, I wasn't necessarily at the edge of my seat at any time in this movie. Maybe you were, maybe I just, there was no like moments of true suspense to me, at least like there were, there were moments where they were trying to build towards that, like the church scene or like the scene with Sebastian Stan or certain things of that nature. But I never personally felt that like, it was more like shock factor. I felt like than suspense. I think when Tom Holland gets picked up by the hitchhikers, Mm -hmm. that was a very suspenseful scene where he gets out and you're like, Oh shit, what's going to happen? You see him reaching for his gun. You see the other guy go to the back. Um, you know, shit like that. I think the scene with Sebastian Stan at the end where they're like shooting each other and yeah. he dies. Um, but it wasn't as much of a thriller as you see. You're right. It's hard to describe what this movie was. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause it's not like there's one coherent storyline either. Yeah. There's a lot of other shit going on, but I think the religious aspect of it, they did very well showing all of that throughout. I mean, one of the fucking main villains was a preacher. Yeah. Um, you know, they had a message and they showed it and much like his dad, you said, you know, oh, it was very similar. Like Bill Skarsgård was similar to Tom Holland's arc. Yeah. He just followed after his dad. Yeah. Which is, I, I thought they executed that very well. Yeah. Um, it was good, man. But okay. So here's what I was going to mention on. Cause you mentioned there's like a lot of like, you know, the devil or whatever in this mm-hmm. movie. Um, and I don't know what the true intents were. They're, it's actually based on a book. So maybe if you read the book. Well, you could tell that because it had a narrator. Yeah. Which you don't get a lot of the time. But it was like, you know, you said, well, Arvin, blah, blah, blah. And then Arvin would say something. He was like, he said. <laughs> like yeah. you were reading a book. Um, so I don't know if like this was actually the deep meaning of it. But personally, what I thought it was is because like if you look at every like bad in this movie, everything bad that happens, it's almost like based. Like you said, like even as much as you can pray, the devil's always there. But it's almost like everyone that was religious kind of was bad, maybe except the grandma. But like, you know, Tom Holland's dad did all that crazy shit because of religion. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and ended up his wife died. That's not evil, like because of him. But then he kills himself and he kills the dog. That's evil shit. Fucked up Tom Holland. And then you have the pastor, Robert Pattinson, you know, doing fucked up shit to Lenora. Use religion to sleep with young girls. And she was the religious one. And she was the one that kind of ended up dying from it. Um, you know, and then even like the hitchhikers, not the hitchhikers, but the serial killers, like he even, he mentioned stuff about, you know, um, what's the word gospel gospel. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. And then, you know, there was the, the mom, the Roy in the beginning who killed his wife trying to resurrect Jesus. That was, you know, in the name of religion and the sheriff. Um, I don't know if he was too religious, but he was definitely corrupt and kind of passing off this, uh, kind of false religious, you know, like I am religious kind of deal. Mm -hmm. And it was it felt like, you know, and a lot of people aren't going to like it for this reason, but it felt like, I don't want to say an, anti-religion, but anti-institutionalized like institutionalized religion um, because there's a lot of corruption in that stuff. And I hope I'm not hope, like upsetting anyone, but it's a fact that every religion, you know, people get in power and there's corruption. And this was kind of all of that corruption coming in different forms. Oh, yeah. So, and it's all those different forms where the preacher who has so much respect – you know, was able to take advantage of these girls. And then the fact that someone fucking believed in it so much that when it didn't happen, he killed himself, was willing to kill his son's fucking dog to try and make it happen. And the other one believed he was talking to God and believed he had fucking powers because of God, killed his wife because of it and abandoned his daughter. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of bad shit, but I think that is exactly what it was meant to do. 
fucking name of the movie is the devil all the time and all you see is bad shit happening revolving around lit religion and tom holland's almost like like yeah he's like he never was anti-religion so much in this movie but he was definitely like the one main character that wasn't as religious as the others and he's the only one that was you know whatchamacallit not fucked not dead yeah or did something bad and it's weird too because he's the one that killed three people at the end of the movie four people but it's like it's not his fault almost you know what i mean like all the people he killed were bad people yeah that well, were, and like even when he kills the sheriff he was like i promise i had no other choice like they were gonna kill me i'm not a bad person yeah so i don't know it's a good movie yeah uh characters 15 i get a 17 okay that's two points higher than you uh that's first one I, bracket higher i would like to note that i loved the accents fantastic uh tom holland as we know is british fantastic southern accent um, there was all the southern accents. there was one scene where he was yelling and i was like that's fucking peter parker really <laughs> he I was didn't. yelling and so like the accent kind of went away and uh-huh. just felt like spider-man <laughs> that was the only one though other than that they they stayed pretty fucking consistent um yeah but i thought just the ties between tom holland and his dad i keep saying tom holland arvin and his dad uh i think there was a lot of depth in all the characters in other ways um yeah for sure and, yeah, I mean, that's as far as I can really go there. There wasn't any characters I didn't like in this besides maybe some of the nonsense with the side stuff with the sheriff. But even with that, though, like, I like Sebastian Stan as the sheriff. I just felt like it wasn't necessary. Yeah. I don't think the character was bad. I, I would mark that for the plot more than the character itself. Yeah. Now, I pitched this before we did the podcast. I don't know if you actually did it, but I said we should start doing our favorite and least favorite character from performance from the movie. Did you prepare no, I, that? I forgot to do that. Well, my my most favorite was Bill Skarsgård. I mean... My most favorite. <laughs> I don't want to disagree. I mean, I don't want to copy you. But yeah, I fucking loved his performance. He, he was really good in this. His like 30 minutes or well, might I mean, have even been less than The entire first that. half. Yeah. It was... It was well, like, before he, was, he dies. Yeah. He was the main character of the first half. And then Tom Holland takes over in that transition. You know, Tom Holland's the son of the main character of the first half. And then he... You know, so you I'd get a little like bit. first third. Maybe, yeah, because it is a long movie. Um, but I think he did phenomenal. Like, he did, if he has a bad performance in that first third, first half, whatever it is, like, I don't know. This movie doesn't get the momentum that it gets without his performance. And I don't know. He was, he played a really believable performance that's super religious, you know, wanting good for his family, but then doing fucked up shit. But, like, it's almost like he's justified for doing the fucked up shit. Um, There's a lot of motion. Yeah. There's a lot of motion in the performance. He did great, um, man. From him just fucking just, breaking down and him being so stern and. Yeah, the scene of them praying, and he's, like, yelling at him to pray and shit yeah. and smacking him. He looks like Joe Burrow. I, f- I figured that out. Okay. I was watching this movie. I was like, this looks like Joe Burrow's acting. Victoria said Pete Davidson without tattoos. Okay. So I was like, he's just a tall, skinny white guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I really liked his performance, and I honestly don't know if I've seen him in anything besides It, I where he's Pennywise dressed up as a fucking clown. Yeah, I haven't. And I think this is a really good acting performance out of him. Or I'm sure Pennywise has his own challenge as, I, as that kind of character. But in terms of him just acting, yeah, he did fucking phenomenal. Yeah, for sure. I thought he did great as well. Uh, least favorite, if I had to pick a main character, maybe Carl? Which one's Carl? The serial killer? I, I don't know. I kind of lean towards Sebastian Stan, but that's kind of because I didn't like what they did with that whole side thing. But like you said, that's more plot. I just felt like he was so unneeded. I will say Carl's probably my least favorite. Yeah, I, they could have had more. 
I mean, I guess the explanation there is he's just a serial killer. Maybe there's a deeper meaning where he's just a serial killer for no religious region reasons, but he's presented just as bad as these religious people that are using their power for corruption. Who knows? Well, maybe everyone else it was religion. He's the embodiment of the devil because everyone else is surrounding. He created it. He was there when, when Bill Skarsgård met his wife and the mother of Tom Holland. Was he? Yeah, that was they crossed paths at that diner, and the the serial killer chick uh-huh. was the coworker of Tom Holland's mom. They both worked at that diner. Oh, was he the guy that came into the diner like yelling or something? Mm-mm. Oh, he's the guy Bill Skarsgård goes to sit down at the bar as he does, but he's dressed up in his military uniform. He's like, "Nah, go ahead, mm. let him sit first. That's the serial killer. I didn't even. And then he has that. his camera. And she was like, "Oh, you like taking pictures?" And he's like, "Only when I see a smile worth photographing." See, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. So he creates all this devilness. I don't know. Because he created... I just completely made up that bullshit. The relationship, and then he created pretty much... Well, he didn't create... If he would have sat down at that first seat, he would have had the other waitress. Whoa. (laughs) I don't fucking know. He was my least favorite character. If I had to choose one, I don't think it was a terrible performance, though. I think he was a sleazy serial killer type person who you didn't like. Um, Less motives for him, though. Compared to everyone else. Or the sister slash prostitute. She didn't blow me away with anything. Um, I really liked the female serial killer, Sebastian Stan's sister. Like, her performance was That's really good. That's what I was good. talking about. What about her? Oh, that sister? That maybe she wasn't good. I don't know. Oh, I liked her a lot. Oh, okay. That she did good. I thought Robert Pattinson also did very well. Yeah, he was creepy. Um, his accent, phenomenal as well. He's also British. British. <laughs> I know, I said that weird. <laughs> Yeah, um, he did a really good job of playing a piece of shit preacher. Yeah, the grandma was good. When he, he did it, when he was like talking shit about eating the liver, that was kind of fucked up. That's well, a big time dick move. Like, hey, I, I just wouldn't fucking eat, liver eat the liver. I wouldn't eat liver either. Everyone says she's a great cook. I'm sure it tastes fine. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you give her for enjoyment, Ty? Only a thirteen. Wow. Really? Now I told you beforehand. There's multiple moments where I was just like, "What the fuck." Yeah. Um, the was a Lenora. We say that's yeah. her name. Yeah. Her dad pouring spiders on his face. <laughs> what the fuck? That's part of the like. I think, like I said, the shock factor. This movie seemed like it just had a lot of shock factor. Yeah. Um, killing his wife with the screwdriver. Yeah. Um, the dog being on the cross. Yeah. I just wasn't a fan of that. In terms of enjoying it. I think it did good for the story and everything, but this isn't a movie I'm going to want to rewatch. I appreciated it. I did not enjoy it. Okay. I gave it a 15. That's yeah, only two points higher than me, Jay. Which is in my would not go out of my way to watch again, but would watch again and recommend to someone who has not watched it. I mean, I would recommend. Um, 13's had a decent time watching. Wouldn't choose to watch again, but if it's on, I'll watch it. I just watched Interstellar with Riley yesterday for her birthday, and Interstellar got a 16 for enjoyment on my little fake movie scale I did for her because Interstellar is one of her favorite movies. And this did feel one point below it, so I thought that was that was my how I gauged it. Okay. That's 15 fine. 15 out of 20. Just any comment on? No, I thought it was fine. I wasn't really necessarily um, bothered by the, like, what the fuck moments as much as you, you were. Um, I just their Sister hanging herself didn't like that. It was very believable, but then her body just laying there and Tom Holland, like, trying to get her off. Yeah, I don't know. I just, it, I don't know. It didn't really hurt my enjoyment, if that makes me sound evil. Well, it's just something where it's like, 
I appreciated the story. I appreciate what they were doing. It's not gonna like a rewatch type okay. movie for me, which is fine. Not every movie has to be a rewatch. I mean, Joker has a great score. I haven't watched it a single time since the first watch. You probably ranked it a twenty enjoyment because your old system was no. Cool. I remember that got like a seventeen. That was the first <laughs> one that didn't get a twenty. I remember specifically that was the only one that didn't get a twenty. I'm happy you changed your uh, system on that. It's more that efficient. System was now. bad. The system was really bad. My final score, Jason, a seventy-four out of a hundred. It feels low. What'd you give it? Was it really that low? Did you do your math right? It is seventy-four. Fifteen, fourteen, seventeen, fifteen, thirteen. Say that again. Fifteen. Okay. Fourteen. Minus two. Okay. Seventeen. Minus one. Fifteen. Minus three. Thirteen. Wow. I get a seventy-nine. It's not that much higher. I think there's a there's levels between seventy seventy four is like Eurovision, seventy nine is like Good Boys. Yeah. Um. I mean, it is what it is, man. Where does it rank? It ranks, Jason. I'm sorry. What did you get? Seventy nine, seventy four, which is a seventy six and a half. The Devil all the time is seventeenth on our list. The same score as King of Staten Island. Um, slightly okay. above Project Power, Major League Eurovision, and below Hustlers, Prisoners. Rise of Skywalker's bad movie. It doesn't belong here. That's an old review, though. Um, pretty middle of the road. I mean, it's almost exactly middle of the road. We got like twenty nine. I feel like Prisoners we might have rated a little low. Nah, I don't think so. I, I gave Prisoners a better score than this. What did I give Prisoners? 77. You gave this a 79. Oh, so it's this better movie than Prisoners, I'm saying. Do you agree with that statement? So yes. I would, think, I would think Prisoners is probably a better movie than this. Yes, I would. All right. Well, I think our scale's accurate then. Um, What did I give uh, Hustler? 78? Uh, did, that was before I had a breaking down per person. I don't know. We as a group gave it a seven. Why don't you share this with me? Sure, share it with you right now. Is it a Google? Yeah, it's a Google Doc. Yeah, I, I don't have. You are a- shared with it, so fuck you. I'll share it to you again. I don't have access to this. this no, is you definitely crap. do. Definitely do. It was already on there. I don't. I've never looked at this once in my life. Did a lot of work. Took me a while. Yeah. I know. Uh, did it really take you a while? Nah, not really. I think you just don't know how to use it. So this was my learning experience. Since then, I've added colors. <laughs> I still haven't got an invite, and I'm on my email. I, Jason, go to your fucking Google Sheets. Send to you twice. Sheets.google.com. Within the lines of movie rankings. Oh, there it is. Thank you for sharing with it. With I can't talk. Infinity War, number one, 96. Where are we at? Devil all time. So I gave it... Okay, hold on. Can I rank it by my scores? Is that possible? Do it right now. I'll let you touch it. Uh, you did it opposite. backwards. There you go. Out of so, all the movies we have both of our scores for. I've ranked... No, something's not right. Why is a Slumdog Millionaire first? Shouldn't Infinity War be first? Again, that is only your scores. If yeah, I but don't I thought have... you put Infinity War on here. Infinity well, War is not. here for a within-the-line score of I 96. I thought you put both of our scores on here. No, I told you. Okay. That was pre-both the scores. So these are the last one... These are the last, what, 15? Probably-ish. Yeah, 13 movies that we reviewed, and the best one, Slumdog Millionaire. And then a big drop to Palm Springs 82. According to me, fourth best movie that we have an individual score on. 
Double all the time. Yeah. Only ones that I mean it for me, Birds of Prey, Palm Springs, and Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. Prisoner's right below it, though. Let's see um, me. Let's yeah. see me. Birds of Prey. Oh, my God. <laughs> I still, that pisses me off, I, dude. I, I put that in, like, past, just so I can remember. Need to change that. Because Slumdog Millionaire at an 87, one point below. Absolutely better. Palm Springs. Prisoner's the third. Fourth. Without Birds of Prey, it's the third. Oh. <laughs> I think you would still give Birds of Prey more than a 78, though. I give Project Power a better score than this. Yeah, that feels wrong. But, I mean, you were close, too. That feels wrong. You know, there's only three-point difference for you, one-point difference for me. We're usually consistent. Um, American Pickle, we were... Everything else feels about right. Mulan, we were close. Drop Dead Fred, we were close. Norm of the North. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking movie. That's our biggest difference, I think, is Norm of the North. Yeah. Or Stuber. No, Stuber, but that's not listed here. Stuber is like a 25-point difference. Yeah, it's not good. Oh. Oh, what are you doing? I'm going back to the within-line score. Got filtered by rank, Jay. It is. See? 96, 92, 90. Um, so would this movie go on your top five favorite non-MCU movie starring MCU stars list? You know, just because we reviewed it, I left it off. Okay. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> okay. So just no is the answer. <laughs> that would be the answer. No. Okay. Thank you. Now, we made a list. We didn't rank these. No. These are just five movies in no particular order. Okay. I thought you ranked them. I was just being lazy. I mean, mine's basically ranked. Okay, yeah, this is no particular order for me. <laughs> Number five, Jason, give me your not ranked fifth movie. Lego movie. Lego movie, just off the list for another, and I'll explain why. Starring MCU lit, MCU star Chris Pratt, one of the top ten actors of the decade. Absolutely. You didn't include him in your top list. Yeah, probably not. And you were arguing with me about it. Yeah, there's no chance he is. <sighs> he went from a, a zero to a hero, okay? Um, yeah, no, it's great. Lego movie, great jump. one of the best animated movies of the decade. Um, I don't know where it came on my list, if it was even on my list. Uh, it's a great movie. I think it was on both of ours. Chris Pratt is the leading Lego guy. Uh, they made a second one, which was also good. Did you ever see the second one? I didn't finish it. I've seen the first three quarters. Okay. And, uh, yes, yeah, so made number five. I was actually struggling with this list, not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, I have... I just haven't seen a lot of movies. I have 13 movies on here that I think are all good. Uh, number five for me, also Chris Pratt, but also Tom Holland in another animated movie, Onward. Onward is also on my list. Onward's a fucking fantastic film. Best movie of 2020. Yeah. I think, we, I think we ranked it both number one. Yeah, I think you're right. It's a great fucking movie. Yeah. It's got emotion, great family, great Disney movie. Yeah. Comedy. Um, and two MCU legends, which put it above Lego movie for me. Onward with an 86 in the Within the Lines movie That's ranking That's a pretty good scale. fucking score. Um, it is the ninth best movie we've ever ranked. That's a pretty good fucking score. Top 10? Yeah. So, 86. Better than Birds of Prey, only because I was, you know, had my senses about me and gave it an 81, which is definitely a more appropriate score. Then 88. an 83. No, you can't change it. No. What is it, 89? You have 89. to leave it. 88. No, it I was, said I was going to go. No, it was 88. 88. Yes. I said I was going to go back and redo a scale now that I have updated scales. You no, you have to leave it. No, I said I was going to update it. It has to be with my new scale. You have to update every. This movie was pre new scale. You have to update every movie. I don't have my individual score from all the other movies. That's fine. It'll just well no because that'll hurt the math because yep. of my score. Uncut Gems only with an eighty three. Feels about right. Um, outside onward, I'm gonna save my next movie because I know you have it. I'm gonna go with uh, Jumanji, which is starring 
the girl who plays Nebula, whose name is escaping me at this moment. Karen Gilligan. Gillian. Gillian. Gilligan. Karen Gillian. Gilligan's Island. We're gonna stick with that. Um, Jumanji. I don't know if you've seen a tie. Yeah, it's, I think I've seen it's the first one. Very funny. Um, I think the it's rock. Very good. Kevin Hart are great in it. And I think number two was also funny. I think you would think number two was funny as well. Uh, maybe not because you're a hater. She stars. I like. I like the first one. She stars like the kung fu lady. Um, she's fantastic. She's fantastic in the second one as well. Um, it just, you know, didn't even realize it was the same person for a long time. But I love I mean, Jumanji, and she it's on is my list. Covered in makeup, yeah, <laughs> and a robot in the MCU. Yeah. Um. Also, just for clarifications, I didn't add any voice acting roles in the MCU outside yeah. of. So no Vin Diesel. So no Fast and the Furious Eight for you. Nope. Okay. Nope. No Bradley Cooper. Oh, so no Star is Born. <laughs> No. Otherwise, it would be on this list. <laughs> I want to make that clear. Number four for me. Um, got the Hulk in it here, Jay. You got a Mark Ruffalo film. Oh, geez. Okay. Starring with Leonardo DiCaprio. That's Shutter Island. Oh, the movie Riley ruined for me. Yep. Great. It's a fucking incredible film. I didn't know he was in that movie until two days ago. Yeah, he's the like side. literally two days ago. He's the side guy. Why did you find out two days ago? It's not like we were talking about this list two days ago. Um, we were talking about how Riley ruined a movie for me. I saw something about Shutter Island. I looked at, I forgot why, but I looked up Shutter Island and I saw that he was on the cast list. Yeah. He's the second guy. Do you know who directs that movie? Um, that's, um, fucking the super smart dude who did Wolf Wall Street. Okay. Yeah. Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you knew. Yeah. I think that's why I looked it up to surprise Riley. It's one of his best movies. Um, it's actually like like critically not one of his best movies it actually doesn't have a very high score on Rotten Tomatoes I like it it's one of his best in my opinion <laughs> I've only seen like a handful of them though um, so I got my number four and my number one remaining I'm going to save my number four because I know you have it and it would probably be your number one I'm going to go uh, 42 starring Chadwick Boseman the story of Jackie Robinson fantastic it has popped up multiple times it popped up on my favorite movie from every year list it popped up on my top 10 favorite movies of the decade I love baseball. I love the Dodgers. I love equality. I love Chadwick Boseman, RIP. 42 is a fantastic movie. It's number seven on my list. Why are you laughing? I love equality. <laughs> <laughs> like, equal rights gives me a heart on, okay? <laughs> um, yeah, I, it, lower on my list because I don't remember as much, but I remember enjoying it when I did watch it. Good movie. Great movie. Um, God, sorry. I keep hitting my mic. This is a problem. It is a problem. It's you like need four to times. Hurt my ears. <laughs> Am I on number three? You're on whatever you want to be on, buddy. Number three, Jason, starring... I mean, I only got one more, so... Captain America himself. Knives Out. Chris Evans, it's Knives Out. Yeah, I knew that would be a movie on your list. That would be on my list if I saw it. It's um, one of two recent films. I have three recent films in my top five. Maybe a little recency biased. Yeah, probably. Who knows? Knives Out was a fucking good movie, though. No, I, I've explained this before. I, think- I mean, it's a Best Picture nominee. I don't feel bad about that. I've explained this before. I think we just recently started watching better movies yeah because i'm absolutely guilty of most of my years in my life i just go see blockbusters i like the slop i like jumanji jumanji's not a critically acclaimed movie it's good but it's a blockbuster 100 that's what i fall for um but I, I also watch some good movies um my last one on my list um so me and riley talked about this she said this movie should be on my list because of a man by the name of taika watiti um, but i said taika watiti is not a main character in the MCU as much as Cor- I love Korg. And while he is the best character in the MCU, he is not a main character in the MCU. <laughs> um, so it could not be this movie. But then Tyler reminded me that a woman by the name of Scarlett Johansson plays a lead role in this movie. And that is Jojo Rabbit. It's number one on my list. 
Um, it got a very high score on our movie scale. I believe it's the fifth rank, tied for sixth with Far From Home, another MCU movie, and Slumdog Millionaire, fantastic movie. Um, it's the satirical uh, Holocaust boy who's a hit, uh, Nazi and whatnot movie. A little bit of comedy, a little bit of a drama. It's like a dramedy, right? Is that the right term? Yeah. Um, it's a great movie. And I'm sorry I have to talk about it because I know you wanted to talk about it, but it was the last one. I couldn't name anything else. That's fine. Uh, it was number one on my list, though, because I <gasps> fucking love it. What's up, Jay? Did you forget a movie? Yeah. I fr- we both did. I mean, I still have one movie left. Okay, what is it? I'm going to finish talking about Jojo Rabbit. Okay. I think it's a great film. Taika Waititi is in it, so it gives a little bit of a little bit of the two MCU love. Um, but Scarlett Johansson fucking kills this movie. It's emotional. It's fantastic. Yeah. And Black Widow herself is a main yes. character. Number two on my we list. We missed Jason. a lot of movies. Well, I got a lot of other ones, too. Well, this one actor. Okay, continue. Number two on my list, Jason. Stars. Possibly the main character of the MCU. Nope. You missed him. However, he's in blackface. Yeah. Tropic Thunder. One I knew of my favorite Tropic Thunder would be on your list. Fucking love Tropic Thunder. Okay, so I'll ask you. It's one of your favorite comedies. Okay, talk what, to me here. What's your favorite comedy? I mean, I like Superbad. I okay. like Anchorman. Okay, pause. Anchorman. Who's the... F- oh, fuck me! <laughs> yeah. That's a miss. That's, That's a, a tough miss. <laughs> fucking Paul That's Rudd. Fucking Brian Fantana. We forgot about Paul Rudd. It's fucking Brian Fantana. Anchorman. Uh, I don't know if he plays a big enough role in 40-year-old virgin to consider that on the list. But if he does... He does. But then that probably makes the list... Um, forgetting Sarah Marshall, that's not really a main role, but it's no, a good he's movie. a he's a side role on that for sure. Um, yeah, fantastic. He's one of the top ten side roles in that. Yeah, <laughs> of all time, just the fucking surfing instructor. Um, yeah, that's we've, a big that's a miss. We Hand forgot up. Paul Rudd. My bad, Paul Rudd. <laughs> Fuck. How did we forget Paul Rudd? I don't know. Paul Rudd's such a good actor. This is a hard list to go by because I'm like trying to look at actors and trying to figure out all the fucking movies they're in. He, it, you know why? Because Ant Man is easily the least popular main superhero it's gotta be i mean i looked up don Cheadle's (laughs) filmography (laughs) (laughs) i was going through his shit before ant-man's anthony mackie sebastian stan looking at all them didn't even think of paul rudd it's because i looked up the cast to infinity war because i was like oh they're all in infinity war (laughs) you forgot one of the few people um look maybe there's a jeremy renner movie you missed (laughs) i haven't seen the first ant-man it's one of three mcu movies i haven't seen and i haven't seen uh or and ant-man and the wasp was okay not good i want to say not good it's a bottom barrel mcu movie it's just okay it's not bad no i won't say so it's yeah bad. it's okay i will say it's not good okay fine okay other movies i had did you have other movies uh yeah anchorman <laughs> okay 40 year old virgin love it uh 21 jump street with brie larson Okay. Didn't think she had a big enough role, but I'm throwing it out there because it's a great fucking movie. I didn't even know she was in the movie, so because that movie sucks and I haven't watched it. Fantastic in a long time. movie, top movie comedy of the decade. <laughs> um, a Knight's Tale, Jason. Have you ever seen A Knight's Tale? No. I was just talking about it a few weeks ago. I don't even remember for what. Um, it's a fun movie. It has Heath Ledger as the Joker. Side character Paul Bettany. Heath Ledger as the Joker. Heath Ledger, the Joker, is in it. Okay, well, you said Heath Ledger as the No, he's not playing the, the fucking Joker in a okay, Night's Okay, that's why I was confused. I was like, why? Is that the movie he did right before he died? Like, the last one? No. No, this movie this is a childhood favorite movie of mine. Oh, because I know he uh, was doing press right before he died for another movie after The Dark Knight. I'm going to look that up while you talk about this movie. What's this movie about? A Night's Tale? Yeah. 
It's about a uh, like a what do you call them? Like not Knights. rich, not no, but like not a rich person. Poor, a peasant boy who becomes like a, a knight's assistant and then like pretends to be like a royal family member type person, so he can be a knight. And then it's like jousting competitions and knight competitions. Oh, that sounds great. It's very fun. It's top ten sports movie all time. Wow. I don't really? know. I don't know a lot of sports movies. <laughs> and it has who in it? Paul Bettany. Vision? Paul Bettany is the Vision. Is one of the main characters. Uh, the the uh, Heath Ledger movie is the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. Oh, it's a weird fucking name. I remembered that though. Yeah. Yeah. Solo Star Wars movie. Um, Who does that have? Paul Bettany also is the main villain. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. She's up there. Her. I'm surprised that didn't make your list. Um, it almost did. It's got Scarlett Johansson in a voice acting role, though, which yeah. is why I didn't. Also, Chris Pratt. Really? Yeah, he's an assistant that works at the thing. Not a main role, yeah. but he's in it. Uh, now You See Me. Is that the ma- magician one? Yeah. That is a good movie. I didn't think Mark... What does Mark Ruffalo do? He's the cop trying to catch him, and then it turns oh, out he's the one yeah, behind everything right. at the end. That's, Spoiler alert. That's right. That's a good movie. It's a fun movie. Made yeah. my list. And then uh, Pulp Fiction. I've never seen Pulp Fiction. I mean, it's a weird fucking movie, and it's hard to follow the first watch uh-huh but it's fucking quentin tarantino classic with sam jackson mr nick fury yeah i need to watch that might be getting his own tv show do you see that for the mcu yeah nick fury i could see that doing a disney plus show you know what that could do is that could help introduce maybe some lesser characters if they want to introduce lesser like i'm trying to think like if they want to introduce more like nebulas of the world where it's just like a be here or like a quicksilver like it's just like the side you know like the well they had him um, recruiting people agents of shield on abc yeah which was like a bunch of like side not that important characters for the most part i think yeah. ghost rider was in it ghost rider they um, need to get ghost rider in the mcu and I have it be he, nick cage no they no chance they do that as why? much as i would love it why i just everyone hates that movie for whatever reason despite it being a fucking banger can they just get nick cage in the mcu at, at all I... Doctor Strange, Multitude of Madness. They go and they, they uh, they go into the the Night Rider, not Night Rider. Uh, no, is it Night Rider? Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. <laughs> Night Rider is a kit, yeah. a talking car, uh, which isn't that cool nowadays. <laughs> Every car talks. The Ghost Rider universe and interacts with Ghost Rider. I'm see if I'm I wrote that. Movie, I love Nick Cage. I would just do a bunch of cameos. <laughs> It'd just be two hours of cameos. Yeah, and everyone would fucking love it. <laughs> Nick Cage needs to be in the MCU sure he does they do you think they ever put ghost rider in the mcu again that character has already been used with other mcu characters eh, who cares so it depends if they give that any you know credit yeah uh, it was an abc show i think they're probably going to do daredevil and everything again from the netflix shows mm-hmm. i was just saying this nick fury show could basically be like the good agents of shield yeah where nick- it's just like sword now instead of shield and like all those people yeah, but, but everyone these, will actually watch it. Yeah, well, yeah, these shows also seem to be intertwining more with the MCU, though, besides, like, the Loki one, obviously, and the What If, which is just fun. I think the Loki one will probably intertwine a little bit, too. But I thought the whole thing is he's in this other dimension now with the – or this other timeline with the Tesseract and the – does Robert Downey Jr. make an appearance in that series? No, not that series, I don't think. Because since he's in that alternate timeline where RDJ is obviously still alive. Or is he? I, no, think I don't think so. it's one timeline. I believe that movie is him jumping around different timelines at different points in the history. Okay. 
I'm excited for it. I'm excited for everything. Yeah. Does any MCU come division's it. coming out soon? We already talked about that last week, but we're out here talking about fucking just these these people from the MCU. We're watching new movies because we need our MCU fix. We're almost there, Ty. We got to get ready because sports right now are crazy. We got a lot of sports because there was on pause. But once the sports ends in like a month, all we're gonna have is football, which I, is kind of like, sad to think. I like football. I like football too, but it's still sad. Again, we're like all the sports. I'm just watching baseball and football right now. All you're taking away is baseball. Yeah, I guess you're not watching basketball. I like Twitter. Like basketball because of Twitter and everyone fighting on Twitter. But hopefully on the, the tail end of that, we get the movie influx as well. Um, I think you just have to watch Mandalorian and that's the first thing dropping and we're just going to have to talk about that. Uh, so get the fuck over it because it's a great show. I have to watch. I watched episode one. It didn't take it didn't take me away. Yeah, it's a slow burn. Watch some more. It's got Taika Waititi in it. Bro. That's like 11 hours of it's Taika Waititi. television. I have to that watch. is not 11 hours. Those Aren't are short like episodes. An hour episode? nah, they're like not even 45 minutes sometimes. Wait, Taika? Taika Waititi helped direct like multiple episodes and plays a robot. Isn't that the robot that died in episode one? Spoiler alert. He comes back. He's a robot. Oh, thanks for ruining it for me. Watch fucking show. You got to watch Dog's Purpose, bitch. How about that? Dog's Maybe Purpose. that's what we need to talk about next week. We didn't even touch about it on the sports podcast. Touch about Forgot what? Got to. That oh. I lost the baseball bet. Yeah, and you got to watch the Dog's Purpose. We were going to watch. Maybe. I don't know how we're going to do this, but we plan on watching. Uh, what is it called? Enola Holmes. The Sherlock Holmes spinoff about his sister, the Millie Bobby Brown and Superman himself, Henry Cavill. 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 Uh, it's got a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Pretty good. It's a really good score. They just keep pumping out like decent Sherlock Holmes movie. Like, <laughs> can't even say his fucking name right. Sherlock Holmes. But I think, didn't they have, wasn't Doctor Strange Sherlock Holmes? Or he is in TV show. I think so, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. had a couple movies. Yeah. And now Henry Cavill's playing Sherlock Holmes, and his sister's the main main character. Yeah. I've never seen any of them either, so this will be... Uh, don't forget Holmes and Watson. That's that's a bad one. <laughs> I've never even watched it. Uh, me neither, but I know it's bad. I refuse to see people I love in such a bad situation where I want to shit on them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll, we're going to review that next week. Uh, Tyler needs to watch A Dog's Purpose. We'll probably watch it together. That way I make sure he actually watches it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to cry too, but you're gonna you're in for a crying, Ty. Maybe this week. Imagine um, Marley and me dying seven times. I've watched Marley and me one time, and that was my limit. And imagine Marley dying seven times. But I feel like it won't be as connected to these dogs. No, they it just is. Keep dying. You are. Because there was are. a connection with Marley. He was a little puppy, and then he was then he was a mid a mid male dog. No, mid-aged. you're connected. I'm I don't not know. Spoil man. it for you. How long is the movie? <sighs> Hour forty. What do I get? Like twenty minutes tops with each dog? No, it's like it's a lot of one dog. It's two hours, and then a little bit of another dog, and then a little bit of another dog, and then it's he doesn't actually die nine times, but there's a lot. It's only got a thirty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a sad movie, man. I'm gonna watch it. It's so sad. It's the saddest. My goal movie is to I've not. Watched. My goal is to not cry. There's no way. How alpha am I gonna be if I just don't cry? If you don't cry, you don't have a heart. That's my goal. If you don't cry, you don't have a fucking heart, you fucking loser. <laughs> wow, Josh Gad is the voice of the dog? Never knew that until right this second. Oh, and the dog talks? Yeah. No, that's... that's. Marley's a dog. He don't talk. He's a dog. You'll Just wait, bro. Just wait. Josh Gad, I'm going to be like, this is Olaf. Olaf's fine. Okay, just wait. He's, he's, the, he's the fucking stupid elf that eats dirt and shits it out. <laughs> fucking Artemis Fowl. <laughs>
All right. You got anything else, Ty? Nope. Uh, Devil All the Time. Pretty good movie. Watch Nola Holmes because I think it's a better movie. Yeah. That's what the critics say. Um, yeah. Be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.